Missy D. She's so talented, you know. Mm-hmm. Right then, here we go. Episode one. The Journal of Missy D, a brand new podcast. Uh, and uh, it's called Who Am I? Because uh, I thought, well, there's no point me launching into blah, 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 if you don't know who I am. Um, so it's a bit, let, let, let's treat this a little bit like uh, going down the, uh, my local pub and uh, I was going to say having a beer, but I don't do beer. I have tried many occasions in my life. Uh, that doesn't mean I don't do alcohol. I love my alcohol. Um, I'm more of a whiskey person nowadays. Uh, Hager Club, um, which is David Beckham's whiskey. I know I'm, I'm not endorsing his whiskey. I There's no kind of like sponsorships going on here. Uh, uh, but uh, it's very interesting how I like whiskey. Uh, my father... Uh, and many Indian men, most people will will resonate with what I'm saying uh, from the 70s, 80s, maybe even now, I don't know, um, because I'm not in that kind of realm anymore. Uh, But uh, most Indian men were whiskey drinkers, Bell's whiskey and all that kind of thing, and uh, Bell's and what was the other one? Famous Grouse and all that. (laughs) Uh, uh, Johnny Walker Black Label, uh, Red Label, Blue Label, uh, why I've turned to speaking to whiskey, I don't know. Uh, but this is going to be a bit of a, a random ramble is probably what I should have called the podcast, because that's what it's going to be on a, every podcast. A random ramble of Missy D, the journal of Missy D. So I guess that's the posh way of saying random rambling is the journal of Missy D. So, yeah, I know why I was talking about the whiskeys. I wanted you to treat my podcasts a little bit, a little bit like going to the local pub. Uh, and for those of you that, that that don't live in England, imagine you're here in a British pub and you're at the pub with Missy D 2.0 and we're just having a chat. And uh, when Missy D has a chat, uh, she just likes to talk a lot of shit. <laughs> but it's always good shit. Um, so, yes, I'm, I firstly can I apologise if you don't know profanities. Um, I'm not going to be swearing like madly on this uh, podcast. Uh, but I, I have to be honest with you. I am a bit of a swearer and I come from a, a background of radio broadcasting. Um, radio broadcasting is the posh way of calling me a radio presenter. Uh, and I've had a very long career in radio broadcasting with lots of breaks. I'm not one now, but I still am. We'll, we'll come to that in a bit. Okay. Um, so there's many offset podcasts coming out already. Like we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about, it. and then I don't want to talk about it all today. And the reason being because I ramble. I can ramble and ramble and speak and speak whenever I see a microphone. A microphone for me is, 
Consequential. And that's not even a word that I even use. I don't use posh words. Recently, though, I've come across quite a few people <laughs> in my life that use posh words. Um, modalities is like one of them. And that's uh, picked up from something I've been doing recently. Um, and uh, uh, reciprocal. I never use that word either. Mm. Why was I saying that? Posh words. Go back, Missy. You see, I'm going to do a lot of this as well. I do suffer from brain fog. That is also another podcast. So anyway, I can't even remember what I was talking about. Uh, I've come back, Missy, come back. So, yeah, I love a microphone. Um, uh, how can I how can I express to you uh, my love for a microphone? Whenever I'm sitting in front of a microphone or I'm on a stage with a microphone, there has to be a microphone. If I'm on a stage without a microphone, that's a whole different story. It's the microphone that ignites a passion for for just speaking, speaking, talking, sharing uh, about anything and everything. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, maybe somebody out there, some psychotherapist can kind of get to the bottom of it. Uh, but um, it's just having a microphone in front of me and an active one, not a non-active one. <laughs> Um, I've recently got into karaoke singing just because it's microphone, you see. I never had any faith in my singing. I can't sing, uh, but I do sing to heal my lungs. And that, uh, and I'll explain that more uh, on a different podcast uh, because I have a lung disease and we'll go into that in, in just a bit. OK, <clears throat> where are we? OK, we're good. We're doing good for time. Um, and uh, so I don't want to bore you with my first podcast. Uh, but I want to welcome you with open arms and say thank you. If you are listening to me uh, right now, it really means a lot to me. Um, and uh, a lot of you have said, these are people on my radar, have said that they're going to listen to uh, my podcast. And uh, that has made me very happy. So for all of you that are listening, that are kind of, uh, let's say, ex-fans. I wouldn't say you're ex-fans, you are fans. You are fans of the ex-missy. Oh, I'm not even ex-missy. I get very confused about what I'm saying, but that's just me. Uh, but you will understand what I'm talking about once you get to know me. Um, so just stick with me. OK, I was a radio presenter, OK, for many, many years. Um, uh, my radio career, it started in 1996 um, on a radio station in Birmingham. Uh, it was a British Asian radio station. And uh, from there, from 96, my career actually active on radio like practically every day or every week or weekend it went on to around 2014 until I walked out of radio okay so let's say I had 18 active years of being in radio but today sitting here um on the 20th of March 2023 I can't not say that I'm not in radio I'm still associated with radio and radio is part of me. And so many people out there still remember me um, in radio. So, if you, I mean, my maths is rubbish, right? 2014 and we're in 2023. So nine years ago, I didn't even know it was that long, but I left radio completely. Like you would, you, you, you haven't found Missy D on the radio airwaves ever in the last nine years. But what has happened is the people that have listened to me in the past uh, 27 years still come to me even today and say, Missy man, where are you? Why are you not on the radio? And that's also a long story. OK, so I shouldn't call you ex-fans because you are still my fans. I'm not an ex-Missy because I'm still Missy. In fact, 
I am now Missy D 2.0. Why am I Missy D 2.0? That is also another podcast for another day. So whilst I was sitting here pondering, thinking, right, what can I talk about on my first podcast? I thought, you know what? Start at the beginning, go to the pub, have a drink and uh, a bit like a first date, really. Yeah, a bit like a first date. Me telling you about me, uh, you not being reciprocal. I'm going to have to master that word. (laughs) And for those of you that don't know what it means, because I swear to God, I never knew what it meant. Uh, Because I told you, posh words are not on my radar. For me, it means two way street. I am, I'm not, I'm not street as in, um, I recently listened to a radio station, uh, and, uh, the presenter was British Asian and his language went so far <laughs> as to say, shotgun at, <laughs> And those people that know me from my Facebook <laughs> will be laughing right now. Shotgun at. And if you're thinking, what 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 are you talking about? What is that? It's basically um, street kind of lingo and then slanged so down to meaning shout going out. <laughs> meaning I want to say hello to somebody listening. So in, in posh Missy, if I was working on a posh radio station with my posh voice, which many times I haven't got a job because uh, they said you're not posh enough. That's another podcast. Uh, um, I would say, oh, good afternoon and hello and welcome to Missy's podcast. And I would just like to say a big hello uh, to the lovely audience and a big hello going out to Humpty Dumpty. Said it, Humpty Dumpty's listening. Uh, and Humpty Dumpty had texted in and said, I want you to say hello to me, Missy, on the radio. So I say, hello, Humpty Dumpty, how are you? Uh, so, uh, but if I was talking slang, I'd say shotgun out to Humpty Dumpty. Big respect, man. <laughs> and I have come from that kind of language. Why? Because I worked on uh, one, <laughs> one of the biggest groundbreaking British Asian commercial radio stations in the whole world. And its name was Club Asia Radio in London. OK. And um, there was an element of trying to be street because we were targeting young British Asians and young British Asians without putting one big fat label slapped on your forehead. I wouldn't say a majority. Uh, Some of them past 50% um, spoke in that kind of street lingo. So, you know, what's happening in London? What's happening? Good morning. Uh, So um, you have to know your audience, right? I wouldn't speak like that if I was working on BBC Radio 4. Uh, yeah, um, that's another podcast about not being posh enough. In fact, I'm just going to call that a podcast not being posh enough for radio <laughs> or not having the correct pronunciation and not being able to say years and tooth. <laughs> Although I am a bath and laugh girl, I don't do bath and laugh. <laughs> I do bath and laugh, not because I'm posh. I don't know where that came from, to be honest with you, because I failed my A-level English literature twice. I don't have any A's or B's in um, my O-levels and CSCs. I didn't do GCSEs. I was the last batch of O-levelers and CSEers. Uh, my sister, who is <clears throat> two years uh, younger than me, she was the first GCSEer. And if you're not living in, in England, sorry if you don't understand that. I'll explain it one day. So, yeah, I don't have uh, any A's or B's in my life. Uh, I failed my A-levels twice. I have one A-level, which is a D. 
uh, in photography. The rest were <laughs> were use. It was basically unable to classify what this is. <laughs> uh, uh, I have a degree. I got a two two media communications with photography. I do have a a PGCE in primary education. Yes, I have a. I have the qualification and have taught in schools as a supply teacher. So, yeah, uh, but uh, I don't I don't really use posh words, um, but they are kind of on my radar uh, of late. <laughs> you're going to say you get so you're going to get well confused with me. But if I'm going to be honest, I am a confused individual. I'm a confused human. <laughs> Let's just be, lay it down bare uh, and. uh I'm finding this quite odd because this is my podcast and I'm allowed to speak about me. And I guess I'm allowed to speak with others as well. And then we'll get to guests. I will get to guests and I'll tell you what kind of guests. OK, and I'm I'm, I'm going to also be honest. Before I started recording this, I wrote three reams, three pages of A4 of who am I? And I haven't even got to the first bit. The first bit says, my name is Missy D 2.0. Explain why. No, I haven't got time because like I'm on 13 minutes already. <clears throat> and I really don't want to like go overboard with you guys and scare you away and think, Jesus Christ, that Missy speaks a lot of boop. <laughs> um, OK, let, let, let very briefly. Missy D is my radio name. Um, and that was born that actual name was born when I started Club Asia Radio, which was around 2000 or something like that. Before that, um, um, I was I was born as Ritu. Ritu Dami is my name. Uh, and uh, so in radio broadcasting, I was known as Ritu D. Um, and then I had to change my name because as my career kind of got bigger and bigger and uh, got to certain heights, uh, on my radar, there was a DJ Ritu. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, DJ Ritu actually, um, she's she's the, a pioneer. She's like the first British Asian uh, Asian female DJ to break barriers in the United Kingdom. I've got so much respect for this woman. Um, but at that time, uh, she was clashing with me so badly uh, because I was Ritu, right? And then the, uh, all her records used to come to me at my radio station and they'd say DJ Ritu and send it to my radio station. And then at one fine day, I got a phone call from... I think it was her or it was an email or something. I got I got, got some kind of correspondence going, do you know what? Listen, listen, you Ritu, you're getting all my records. The people in the industry keep calling me, uh, me Ritu and you DJ Ritu. What is going on? Why are you trying to take my name? And I was like, I'm not. I'm not doing it. It's all these PPR companies. They're all bloody confused. <laughs> so we, we, we went through that spat. Uh, and we realised uh, this, well, this radio station, Club Asia, realised that it's going to cause a problem because DJ Ritu is well established. Ritu D is well established, going to get on the airwaves and it's all going to go <coughs> topsy-turvy. So uh, I was told to go away and make up some radio names like aliases. Um, at that time, I was a heavy Missy Elliott fan. I still am. But she's kind of gone off the radar somewhere, isn't she? And to be honest, I'm, my radar's not a music nowadays kind of thing. I'll explain that in another podcast. Uh, so Missy uh, was my, from Missy, Missy Elliot, and D, Dami, yeah, D-H-A-M-I, like uh, there's singers out there and stuff with the surname Dami and uh, we used to get um, always like, hey, are you his cousin? Are you his sister? Uh, are you, is that your dad? <laughs> no, <laughs> they're not. <laughs> I forgot even what's his first name. I know they're going to kill me. Like, I know you're shouting like that Dami. Uh, I told you I'm not that much more now into uh, 
music, which I, I really should be. Okay, so uh, and then I've got uh, here. Where do I live? I live in Coventry. So uh, I live in Coventry uh, in the West Midlands. I was born and bred at Walsgrove Hospital in Coventry uh, in 1970. So I'm 53 years of age. Um, <laughs> see, we're having that date in the pub. You see, I told you it's like a date and I haven't been married before. I don't have any children. I have a kutta, meaning a dog. And my dog's name is full name. Full name is Prince Ishk Valentino. He's known as Ishk uh, or Ishki. We call him Ishki. Ishki, come here, Ishki. He's been a bit stubborn today. He won't come upstairs. He's downstairs. Uh, so I got Ishki. Um, he's going to be eight this August. So I got him seven and a half years ago. He was six months when I got him. And he's a, supposed to be a Lassa Apso, pure breed. But no, we got sold a mix. So now I think he's some kind of terrier mix with a Lassa, but they robbed us of our money. He was on discount at the time and I didn't un understand why at that point. But that's another podcast about knowing your animal and and what to do when you've got to go and <clears throat> get your first pet. Because it's a daunting experience. I was having a nervous breakdown in the first year and a half of having a dog. Trust me, it was hard work. <laughs> having never bore children uh, or having to even look after a hamster. And all of a sudden, I've got this little puppy that's turned into a dog uh, that won't pee or poo other than on the carpet. And my mom's going crazy. Anyway, so that's a whole whole, whole new thing. So I've got so much information to give you here. Uh, I just don't know which way to go with it. OK, so we've established the fact that um, I'm old, although mentally I might uh, age wise, I'm 53. Mind wise, I'm 20. Seven, something like that. Uh, look wise, uh, 53, when, every time you tell anyone you're that age, they just fall on the floor and go, no, you're not. You're lying to me. Uh, that comes from my mum because my mum is uh, going to be 80 uh, next year. Yes, she does want a surprise birthday party. She's just pretending she doesn't. <laughs> Am I going to do it? Uh, probably not. Um, another, another podcast. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Every time they see her, she goes to the doctor's. Oh, I think a last COVID injection. And uh, they were going, uh, I just looked at your records and uh, it says you're 80. And they look at her and she'll say, yes, yes, I'm 80. And uh, <laughs> she loves it. She says that same story to everyone everywhere and absolutely milks it. So, yeah, I, th I think the genes come from my mom, uh, from my nanny. She was a beautiful, beautiful skin, beautiful looking. Uh, maybe from my dad's side, actually, he had quite good skin. Uh, so that's another story. Um, how much more do you want to know about me? How's this date going? Are you are you enticed by me? Do you think in your head that um, actually, do you know what? This miss is quite cool. That's what most people think when they meet me. Uh, when they get to know me is a whole new ball game, uh, which is stuff I've just recently been going through um, with uh, somebody else. Because I'm trying to find myself. I'm trying to change myself. I'm trying to heal myself. I'm trying to, uh, uh, how do I put this? I'm trying to identify my flaws and then uh, change them. For example, right now, I'm reading a book called Letting Go, The Pathway of Surrender by David R. Hawkins. Um, I'm just on page. I'm a very slow reader. I'm a great talker on radio, on podcasting, but I'm a very slow reader. But I've got about 22 books piled right next to my left cheek as I speak. 
and I do two, three pages a day. However, I picked up this book. This is big for me. Don't laugh. <laughs> I mean, you can have a slow reader, right, as a date. I got to page 19 in like one evening. That's great for me because I normally get to page two. And I just keep rereading the same thing. And my eyes glaze over and I just end up watching EastEnders. <laughs> Um, and I felt like Dr. Hawkins was speaking to me. I was in stitches. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a very complicated person. Um, and I put my hands up to that. And I love the way that on this podcast, I can be so open with you and tell you everything about me. And I feel like this is therapy for me and uh, for you, maybe. And I hope to God that it is for you that I say something or share something with you, or maybe it's one of my guests when I have them on, will share something and it will resonate with you and it will change your life. Because that's really ultimately uh, why I'm doing this and why I've called it the Journal of Missy D, because all I'm doing is journaling. Uh, journaling is writing, right? What you think, your most deepest thoughts, your your observations, what you did. Journals can be anything. Um, <clears throat> at one point, I used to dump, which was hashtag journal, but I'll talk about that another time as well. Um, so, yeah, so that's the reason I'm doing doing this podcast. Selfish reasons for myself. Um, and when I tell you my story about me in little chunks, you will understand how big, how big this is for me to have even started a podcast, to speak on a microphone, uh, to have got through barriers of pain. Ooh. <laughs> Getting a bit emotional there. Um, yeah. But we'll get to that another time. Right now, <laughs> I'm tapping. So I'm tapping um, under my eye, <clears throat> under my collarbone. And under my armpit, kind of near my bra. It's called abreaction. I, I just abreacted there. Uh, and uh, uh, if, uh, how can I put, I, I was just about to call it my friend, but uh, you shouldn't sometimes use the terminology friend loosely. Because uh, I would just say she's my, she's not even my mentor. It's someone I've learned EFT from. Her name is Rangana Chowdhury. Dr. Rangana. Most people like to call her Dr. Well, not like to call it. She is a doctor and they call her Dr. Rangana. <coughs> I just call her Rangana G. And I've learned EFT from her, emotional freedom technique. And um, um, it's uh, phenomenal. She's phenomenal. The course is phenomenal. EFT is off the Richter scale, amazing. Um, and it's really helping me on, on my uh, healing journey. So this thing, when when I'm a quite an emotional person, um, because I always have been, um, with EFT has made me more emotional because it's kind of, um, eh, we're kind of taught to kind of, no, we're not taught. You just got to be open to your feelings and uh, be open to emotion. Uh, and I, I, and I, as I'm already open, when I open out even more, I cry. So I, I've cried a lot. I've cried a lot in the last six months. I've cried a lot in the last... Whoa, 10 years, a decade. I've cried for a decade. Um, we'll go through that. And I'm not going to apologise for getting emotional earlier because it's fine. That's what you're going to hear. You'll probably hear a lot of me crying. And that's that's all good. 
So why have I cried? Um, long story short, and I want to kind of close this within 30 minutes. Uh, so I've got another like, six minutes to speak, right? Why? Um, how long you got? <laughs> I am going to expand on this on, my, on, on, on the forthcoming podcast, okay? I, I in 2015, uh, was on my birthday, went to Ping Pong in South Bank. Ping Pong being my favourite restaurant. I love ping pong dim sum. I love dim sum, but ping pong dim sum is the most delicious. I love it. So my beautiful best friend who loves me to bits because she knows I love it. She always takes me to ping pong in London all the way from Coventry. It takes two and a half hours. And my family do the same for me. And one time they went to the Wembley one and it was just such a bloody mission. But we got there and it, 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 ping pong is a whole different story. So going back to this birthday, this was my... I don't know, 45th birthday, I think it was. And I was short of breath and I couldn't breathe. Um, and I have to go through that whole story with you, which I will do. OK, we'll just call it uh, my lung disease or something. OK, and I'll go through the whole shebang there with you. But in a nutshell, right now, I sit here with a lung disease and it's called hypersensitivity pneumonitis. Why well, spoken in an American accent? I don't know. I have Americans listening as well because uh, those uh, have been introduced to me uh, through a, a platform that uh, a community that I'm part of, and they are called Coherence Healing, and that is via uh, Cornelius Christopher, uh, which is another podcast. <clears throat> I told you, it's just this is just like who am I? So we've got a very quick date here, um, and um, you know the pub shut in last drinks we've had him and uh we need to wrap up um because uh, i think i've spoken enough and i haven't given you any chance to speak yet but you will get a chance because i'm going to allow whoever wants to come on to speak to me as well and we'll, we'll chat and have another drink do you know what i'm saying so yeah i had a lung disease uh cause unknown cure unknown that was the Hypersensitivity pneumonitis was the label that the medical profession gave me um and i've i've had a blooming blooming huge journey so i will be doing um mrs lung disease at some point and you will listen to everything and go wow so um right now i'm on a healing journey okay uh, and i have been on a healing journey for oh gosh probably 2017 it was 2015 when that happened but 2017 ish is when i reached out to a cousin of mine her name is opie she lives in hawaii and she's a healer and hers is also another podcast in itself because she's amazing. Um, and from there, uh, I used to cry and cry and cry to her. And then she goes, right, cuz, going to do some healing for you. So she does distant healing. She does Reiki distance healing. She does breathing healing, energy healing, integrative, integrative healing, in integrative, integrative. Told you don't be posh words. Anyway, she integrates everything and she does healing. Uh, um, and what I took away from her at that point in 2017 was dumping. She goes, Missy, cuz. Well, she didn't call me Missy. She calls me cuz. Cuz, you got to dump. How is she my cousin? Well, um, I don't, you, I, I kind of heard someone ask me that question. <laughs> she is my mom's sister, real sister who lives in America, her daughter. Okay. So we're very close. We grew up together. Um, and she went off the rails, but we're going to talk about her another time. And she will talk to you about her because I've already asked her to come on to speak to you through me and her. Okay. So, uh, I learned how to dump. 
not take a dump in a toilet. Uh, dumping as in journaling. So she'd call it dumping. Like, cuz, get a piece of paper and write everything that's in your head and in your heart and blah, blah, blah. And I promise you it's going to make you feel better. And that's where I started my healing journey. <clears throat> um, I used to write it. I used to, and you couldn't read it. Just don't read it back. Just burn it. So burn it, but watch that mofo burn. <laughs> so I did. And I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Um, and things started to get better. I started to change my diet. I started to do exercise. Things were absolutely amazing. And then boom, I went nosedived. Uh, don't ask me why. I probably could tell you if I kind of investigated it. And I will be because I'm going to be doing a Rangana timeline uh, at some point. But it, it became so big, this timeline, that I gave up. I am a bit of a giver-upper. Uh, I'm, I'm the jack of all trades, master of them all. Anything I can do, you can do. Anything you can do is my psyche. I can always do it better. And that's been with me pretty much all my life. Um, but when I'm a jack of all trades and master of them all, I can master anything that I put my mind to. And that's not me being arrogant. It's just something that I have noticed more and more about me as I've grown up and got older and wiser. I often uh, uh, run around the house uh, with eureka moments of, Oh my God, I'm an effing genius. I just so like, you know, let me just dust off my collar, my shoulder, because I, I, I can do anything. I don't need instructions. I don't need anybody. I don't need man, woman, child, dog, superior being up there. I am enough. I can do this and I will do it and I do the best at it. However, <laughs> those people very close to me will be laughing, listening to this going, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Especially I know my sister in America will be doing this. Her name is Sapna, by the way. I don't know if I'm allowed to tell you her name because she's a very quite a private person. Um, she, uh, I, 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 I always say I'm going to do something and then I master it and then it fizzles out. But I, my, my, my uh, uh, comeback to that is, well, at least I did it and I proved to myself that I could do it. And if it fizzles, it fizzles. There are times I will try things <coughs> and it fizzles halfway. And that's because it's just not resonating with me. So why am I bothering wasting my bloody time with something that I'm not enjoying? Do you know what I'm saying? So I did start palmistry at one point. <laughs> and bless my best mate. Uh, she gets really excited for me when I start new things. Uh, and they were like, oh my God, you're going to be a palm reader. Yeah. Um, but honestly, in the middle of that, I became quite ill. And we were having a renovation and it just fizzled out, yeah. But I'm not perfect. I'm I'm not 100% perfect. Nobody's perfect in this world. I think I'm a lot, much less perfect than many people in this world. But we all have our own limiting beliefs. This is what I've learned. Sometimes I'll sit here and I might sound like I'm a therapist, a practitioner. <laughs> and so many people have said to me, become a practitioner. You have the ability to heal people. Um, and maybe I do. Uh, but also after having discussions with these very people that said, Missy, why don't you think of becoming a, an EFT practitioner or a life coach or just a, a kind of uh, practitioner in a healing modality? Um, my comeback has always been, I would, sorry, I keep sniffing. I don't know why uh, my nose is running. <laughs> There you go. Um, uh, my comeback has always been, I know I have the ability to heal. I'm not a nice person. <laughs> I'm a 
I'm just human. Um, but what I don't want to do, see, look, I'm sitting here getting emotional on a microphone in my bedroom. You're not even here. You're not even here. You're listening to me and you're getting emotional with me. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm that emotionally charged to share my emotions, thoughts, feelings, love with you on a microphone. And I can feel it that I am already charging you with what I'm saying, my emotions. So I have been told, not in one instant incident, uh, but many, 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 many hundreds of thousands of them from my, you know, 27 career in radio, time and time again, Missy, you changed my life. Missy, you don't even know what you did for me. Missy has healed this person that she's never even met by them listening to her. I'm not being an arrogant so-and-so here. I'm not, honestly. I've got no ego here. I'm just telling you, this is what you learn about me now. You, you will learn that I will just say what's on the top of my head and in my heart and out of my mouth. Sometimes I get it wrong. Sometimes I hurt people. Sometimes I just say it without thinking, uh, without thinking of the repercussions. But that's just me. What have I got to lose? Nothing really. Because uh, I come from a place where I've lost everything. So uh, the only thing I'm going to do is gain or you're going to gain. See, I've gone over already. God damn it. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Because I know you're loving this. I know it. I don't know why. I think you're loving it. And by the way, um, none of this is scripted. The music you hear, I produced that myself on GarageBand. Yes. Um, <laughs> and everything you see on the website, I did that myself. All the all the kind of like logos and stuff like that. Did it all myself. Um, and so th those are my... Do you know what? Missy, you're amazing. Missy, you're great. Yeah, great. Uh, so I do love myself, but I don't love myself. Um, because in EFT, they will say, even though, blah, de, blah, de, blah, blah, de, blah, de, blah, I love and accept myself. There are times when I can't say I love and accept myself. Uh, and you EFTers out there will uh, be nodding now going, yeah, yeah, I get it, Missy, I get it. So yeah, so going back to me being a healer, I don't think I'm ready to be a therapist as in a, in a therapy setting room uh, because I'm very sensitive to negative vibes and negative. I'm not saying negative. Let's, sorry, that's not the right word to use. Not negative. I'm very sensitive to people being uh, in pain. When they cry, I will cry. When they get emotional, I'll get emotional. Then I want to help them. Then I want to hold their hand. Then I want to go there, there, there. Uh, let me uh, see what I can do for you. Um and then, but as a therapist, you're not going to do that. So, you know, it's it, it's just some kind of energy field that I don't think I will be great at. One-on-one -on -one with a person that's got issues and uh, traumas and uh, wants help in that. Because I've been on this side. I've been on the screaming, crying, uh, snotty nose tears side and I'm still in the middle of that I speak to a lot of therapists on a weekly basis and that's possibly what I do every single time so uh, at the moment I've part that I have gained a lot of knowledge and right now I'm still working uh, with about four therapists who I call my little ninjas uh, who surround me with lots and lots of compassion, lots of love and lots of space. They hold space for me uh, whilst I let out all my shit. <laughs> and I think those people are amazing. Honestly, I've got a lot of love for them. And, and I think they're absolutely 
honestly the greatest people on earth that can do that and to to serve people in the capacity that they do uh i honestly take my hat off to them uh, but see i couldn't do that my i've been told and i i probably do believe that just by me being me and doing this podcast the journal of missy d and sharing my life with you which hasn't been an, an easy life uh, uh and uh it's been a very turbulent life it's been a traumatic life um but it's not all, all rubbish <laughs> have been an amazing life as well i mean i've been a bloody rock star not so you know in in the sense of being living the life of a rock star I haven't been a rock star uh, i can't even sing um but i've lived the life of a rock star so i've had amazing things happen to me in my life but i've had some really rubbish crappy things happen to my to me in my life so i'm trying not to swear although <clears throat> i have put that this could be possibly an explicit show if if anyone wants to swear uh so that is where my healing will come in for you um and i think although i've got <laughs> i've got about two more pages here uh, I'm, I, I kind of said this is not scripted but i've just kind of put notes of let me speak about this 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 um so, yeah i don't think i'm going to go any further than that then maybe i need to do another who am i because maybe not maybe not actually because the who am i will come out in uh my podcast all that you need to know on this date before we love each other and and, and love each other <laughs> love and leave each other um all you need to know is that, mate, listen, I, I I used to be in radio. I had an illustrious career, posh word. Don't even know what it means, but it probably sounds right. I hope that's the right fit of word. Um, 53, single, never got married, probably don't want to get married. Happy, not happy. Healing, finding healing, exhilarating, amazing, but sometimes very sad also because it's hard to look at yourself in the mirror and see yourself and think what the boop is that me and it is you but then what do you do with it oh gosh reading reading and reading and reading and researching lots and lots of books and journals and courses to heal myself will i ever heal myself i don't know um on my journey i've i've met so many amazing i never thought i'd meet all these amazing people on my healing journey um another great person i've met is a guy called uh, uh, cornelius christopher uh, he literally is the male version of me, but we'll talk about him as well. So basically all you need to know is that I was a radio presenter. I got really, really ill. Um, I went through deep, 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 dark depression, dark, dark, like, like Cornelius, you know, he, he wanted to commit suicide. There have been times when I didn't want to wake up in the morning. So that is the kind of person, uh, that you just need to focus that not the kind of person that is the person that I, I am in a nutshell not selling myself on this date really because this guy's going to get really really scared of going what the fuck <laughs> i don't think i want to date her again she's a bit dark although she's a radio presenter she's got all these issues um but they're not bad issues they're just issues that everyone else has got uh the only difference being i am very willing open and able to talk about these on the journal of missy d and i really hope to god that um i can help you on my journey of helping me so that is it for who am i on uh, episode one is this i don't know if i'm going to make these into seasons but uh we'll see 
But episode one of the Journal of Missy D, I really do hope uh, you are well and you're having an amazing day. And I hope you spread the love of the Journal of Missy D. If you liked what you heard, then please point people uh, to either my website, which is www.missyd.love. Um, and there you'll see all the different varieties of ways that you can, all the platforms where you can listen to me. It's all the usual stuff. Uh, you've got Spotify, you've got Apple Podcasts, you've got uh, Google Podcasts, you've got Amazon Music. In fact, I just discovered, we tested this the other day. You can go to your Alexa and say, Alexa, play the play the journal of Missy D on Amazon Music. If you are a sub- subscriber and she'll play it for you. It's amazing. So. I'm going to love you and leave you. I've had an amazing time doing my very first podcast. I'm not editing anything out of this, <coughs> even the sniffly parts, because um, I like to be authentic. I like to be real. That sometimes has got me into trouble, but we'll go to that in another podcast. See you, see you, see you. Love you, love you, love you. And I will catch you um, at um, another podcast next week uh, for a very elongated another version of the Missy D. The Missy D? The Journal of Missy D. Missy D. 